Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. How about you? Well, a lot has happened in the last three weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, well, mostly good stuff. So, like, good. my father-in-law came to visit. Mm-hmm. So, he had planned to visit for my <coughs> husband's uh, graduation. So, my husband graduated college. All right. Wait. Snaps for Michael. Yep. He did not walk at his graduation because he said, fuck that. But he did graduate. He are graduated. Oh, nice. So his dad came to visit to celebrate as dads do Mm -hmm. and also to help him with our backyard. So Michael had this grand theme to pull up our fake grass that came with the house and put in real grass. Mm -hmm. And I told him to leave half of it for my greenhouse and then we could put in some raised garden beds and like leave that half just don't worry about grass Mm -hmm. and then you could do grass on the other half so in order to do grass back there because right now underneath the fake grass is this like red rock gravel Mm -hmm. shit (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) and so he would have had to or like uh get one of those like tiller things Mm -hmm. that like mulches everything up but then also mix it with some like actual fertilizer or something and then he would have to put down grass or grass seed and then he would have to put stuff over that and then he would have to water it all the time Mm -hmm. and we're not allowed to water stuff all the time because of you know the water restriction so what's the point of putting grass back there if it's just gonna fucking die because we can't (laughs) water it yeah so he decided not to do that oh and it's a good thing because it snowed that week. <laughs> it snowed a lot. It snowed so much. And then it rained the rest of the time that he was here. And he's like, he, my father-in-law was so hype about it, though. He was like, snow in May? Snow in May? This is amazing. He was out like every 10 minutes, I swear, like taking pictures and videos and like video chatting his wife. And he's like, this is incredible. <laughs> He was having a blast. If you went on Instagram that day, you'd just like scroll through a million snow pictures. Yep. But everyone was freaking out about it. But I saw on my time hop like two other years that we had snow in May. Yeah. So I'm like, like on that specific day too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, eh, it happens. It happens. That was a lot though. Yeah. Like breaking we, trees. Yeah. The top of my tree in my front yard bent over so much that it was touching my window on my top floor that's scary it was scary scratching at your window like a goblin it was pretty terrifying (laughs) like either this branch is gonna break and it's gonna come through the glass or it's gonna fall onto my roof and break my roof oh fun fun options i know (laughs) a or b or both i like c so yeah that was fun so while they were here they got a lot done they he got us a crib as his dad gift for Uh us they put it together they fixed my greenhouse because if you recall several 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 months ago whenever we had that wild windstorm Mm -hmm. my greenhouse flipped twice oh yeah got real fucked up (laughs) so they had to replace two panels and they secured it and everything and then they built the shelves that go in there um, so that took an entire day. Yeah. I'm the day sure. that it wasn't the first day that he was here, mm-hmm. that it wasn't snowing or raining. Um, what else did they do? They just worked on a lot of stuff. And we went out to eat like every day. <laughs> it was crazy. That sounds fun. It was fun. It was nice to see him. Um, so yeah, that was that was my thing that happened <laughs> a few weeks ago. What about you? Um, I had COVID. Besides that, not a lot. <laughs> yeah (coughs) still coughing from covid that's okay it's been we talked about it in our bonus episode but it has been like three and a half weeks since i've seen Faye. yeah (laughs) in a while we're being safe (laughs) (laughs) all right well happy first and fridays y'all we are on holy gossip girls i'm kc i'm Faye. and uh oh what are you drinking i'm drinking a fruit punch truly i'm drinking water Ooh, safe because of course i am (laughs) i did have a um 
mixed drink. What, what, what are they called? Mocktail. A mocktail. Thank you. <laughs> I had a mocktail at a bar the other night. What was it? Um, Michael said it was supposed to be a mint julep. Oh. I didn't ask. I just said, can you make me a mocktail? I really don't care what it is. <laughs> and he was like, I think so. It was like club soda with mint and a lemon. Was it good? It was okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming you put gin in it also. Yeah, I'm sure. Or vodka. Probably gin. Sounds like an old person drink. <laughs> I want to go to the place you went to. I got a soft taco. Not soft taco. Soft pretzel. Jesus. <laughs> I got a taco. Those are very different things. <laughs> <laughs> I got a soft baked pretzel. It was so good. It was like the best pretzel I've ever had. I want one. And then I I got this like pasta dish. Mm -hmm. Michael got um, Philly waffle fries, which were good. And then he got wings and he said it was like the best wings he's had in Colorado Springs. I want to go. Yeah, we should go. We should. I can't wait. All their food sounded so good. (laughs) It was really hard to decide what to get. We can go for my birthday in July. Yes. And then my birthday in July. Yeah. And then Shirley's birthday in July. Yeah. And then on 4th of July. Yes. And whenever this episode comes out. (laughs) Celebrate this episode. (laughs) Well, uh, before I forget, whenever this episode does come out, the baby. Oh, I forgot to write down weeks. 33, 32. I'll be 31 weeks pregnant. <sighs> and the baby will be as big as a coconut. Coconut baby. Which is pretty big. We're very big. <laughs> I don't like thinking about that. Tell <laughs> that me about coming it. out of you. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's only 31 weeks. I have nine more weeks oh to go. <laughs> That's a lot. Scary. I know. Speaking of scary stuff, do you yeah. have any more hot goss? Um, no. Okay, I'm going to tell you, so this is going to be a two-part episode, so okay. if you're listening to this, you're listening to part one. Yes. If you're listening to next week, <laughs> go back to this week. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> you hear that in the future? You skipped an episode. <laughs> so, I should probably put that wording on the next episode. Yeah. Anyway, this is our second two-part episode ever. Our first one was about D.B. Cooper, which was awesome. Yeah. So the theme, if you will, of this episode is Heaven's Gate. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. Sounds lovely. I can't wait to hear more about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of religion information. Okay. Yeah. And like cuckoo crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly cuckoo crazy, but they draw a lot from many, many, many different religious things. To be fair. Yeah. A lot of religious things are kind of cuckoo crazy. Yeah. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to start with the history. Marshall Applewhite began his foray into biblical prophecy in the early 1970s. After being fired from one of the University of fired from the University of St. Thomas in Texas over an alleged relationship with one of his male students, he met Bonnie Nettles, a 44... I know, it's such a fun name. (laughs) A 44-year-old married nurse with an interest in theosophy, which is a system that embraces what they see as the essential truth underlying religion, philosophy, and science. Okay. Complicated. (laughs) A lot of it is. (laughs) And uh, so he, she had an interest in theosophy and biblical prophecy in March 1972. So that's whenever they met. Okay. According to Applewhite's writings, the two met in a hospital where she worked while he was uh, visiting a sick friend. It has been rumored that there was a psyche... (laughs) That it was a psychiatric hospital, but Nettles was substituting for another nurse working with premature babies in the nursery Aww. at the time. Babies. Applewhite later recalled that he felt as though he had known Nettles for a long time and concluded that they had met in a past life. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously. <clears throat> she told him their meeting had been foretold to her by extraterrestrials. Of course. Persuading him that he had a divine assignment. <laughs> so this gets cuckoo crazy right off the bat. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they just barely met. <laughs> Applewhite and Nettles pondered the life of St. Francis of Assisi, a Catholic Catholic deacon, and read works by authors including Helena Blavatsky, who was the co-founder of the Theological Society, R.D. Lang, a psychiatric psychiatrist influenced by his study of existential philosophy and Richard Bach a philosophical fiction writer oh that's who you want on your side yep well that's who they studied they kept a King James Bible with them and studied several passages from the New Testament focusing on teachings about Christology which is the study of Christ Ascentism, which is a lifestyle characterized by absence, abstinence from sensual pleasures, <laughs> and astology, estology, that's a weird word, <laughs> which focuses on the ultimate destiny of individual souls. Aww. This research took me a long time because I had to look up what all this shit meant. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, so many words. Christology. Christology. That's weird. Sounds like a horror movie. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Christology. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Applewhite also read science fiction, including works by Robert A. Heinlein. 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 And Arthur C. Clarke. By June 19th, Applewhite and Nettles' beliefs had solidified into a basic outline. They concluded that they had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies and that they had been given higher level minds than other people. I believe it. (laughs) They wrote a pamphlet that described Jesus' reincarnation as a Texan. A thinly veiled reference to Applewhite himself. <laughs> it's me, guys. <laughs> I'm Jesus. He like hands him a, a drawing on a pamphlet <laughs> and he's like, wink. <laughs> Wonder who that could be. <laughs> Look familiar. <laughs> wink. Holds it up to his face. <laughs> <laughs> what does me and this guy have in common? <laughs> I like the idea that it's a pamphlet. I know. <laughs> That's how you get information around. Well, I mean, it's the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Now it would be a Twitter account. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Furthermore, they concluded that they were the two witnesses described in the book of Revelation and occasionally visited churches and other spiritual groups to speak of their identities, (laughs) often referring to themselves as the two or, this one's better, the UFO two. (gasps) That could be us. The UFO 2. The UFO 2 2. Why 2 2? Because we're the second. Oh. Of the UFO 2s. The, the UFO 2, the second. <gasps> that should be our second title. Because <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> the UFO 2. <laughs> so dumb. We should get shirts. <laughs> no one would understand. <laughs> I wouldn't even understand. (laughs) We'll forget by the time they come in. (laughs) Why did I order this? (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) They believed they would be, okay. They believed they would be killed and then restored to life and, in view of others, transported onto a spaceship. You gotta be real confident for that. (laughs) Because, like, that's easily proven false. (laughs) And they're telling this to, like, other religious groups like churches (laughs) they already have their ideas (laughs) so this event which they referred to as the demonstration was to prove their claims to their dismay these ideas were poorly received by existing (laughs) religious communities sure like no shit (laughs) i just (sighs) there's a lot in this it's it's, like i said it's based on 
stuff that actually exists mm-hmm. and then just a lot of fucking craziness yeah they put it in a blender with bizarreness <laughs> like, take the bible take some science fiction take whatever this is i don't know <laughs> blend it up and you have heaven's cake love it the two would gain their first follower sharon morgan in may 1974 abandoning her children to join them oh a month later sharon left <laughs> i'm not into this i'm gonna miss my kids and returned to her family do they like accept her back because i wouldn't like, i i didn't see anything else on her if my mom left to go join a cult and then for, came back for like, a hey. month a cult of two people hey guys i'd be like <laughs> no she's like oh i thought this was a swinger situation <laughs> it's not oh gotta go <laughs> i have kids for a reason i obviously <laughs> like to procreate <laughs> so nettles and applewhite were arrested and charged with credit card fraud using morgan's cards just fucked up that is despite the fact that she had consented to their use Hmm. probably while she was there yeah the charges were later dropped however a routine check brought up that apple white had stolen a rental car from st louis nine months earlier which he still possessed oh how did that come up how are you not like chased for that i don't know that's weird i mean it was before like they couldn't facebook him like hey <laughs> you forgot to bring the car back it was before rental car companies probably had like really good computer systems yeah that could also talk to Pay police cash you know uh oh before the internet sounds terrible really all right apple white then spent six months in jail primarily in missouri and was released in early 1975 subsequently rejoining nettles nettles, nettles. it's such a fun name it is little nettles <laughs> it's like nestle but also needles. <laughs> it's when you mix needles with your Nestle's. Yeah, you get a nettle. Nettles. <laughs> Yum. Nestle's so good. Really? I had a whole conversation with my uh my sister's person yesterday about how much milk they drink. <laughs> Cause how much milk do you drink in a day? Zero. Me too. <laughs> I thought that was normal. Yeah. They drink at least, him and his brother drink at least three cups. Like, not just like baking cups, you know, like like glasses full of milk. Oh my God. A day. That's disgusting. And they were like, you don't drink milk? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> Sometimes I'll have like, and I still don't drink regular milk. I drink cashew milk. Mm-hmm. And even then I never just drink cashew yeah, milk. Yeah, I drink soy milk like when it's in a smoothie <laughs> right it's got to be in something it's got to be mixed with your like chocolate milk mix yeah like, you're not just fucking drinking milk especially cow's milk ew right ew yeah that's what i thought they <laughs> thought i was weird and there was nobody else in the room to back me up so it was two of them against me that's bizarre talking about how much milk they drink milk freaks and they're like how's your baby gonna get calcium I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. Other ways? I'm pretty sure there are other ways, yeah. Yeah. Feed it Tums. <sighs> I eat so many Tums. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting enough calcium. <laughs> All right. Eventually. Do you remember that on um, All That? Yeah. The eventually. Eventually. Was that All That or was that the Amanda show? It was one of those. It was definitely Amanda Bynes. Yeah. But she was on both of them, right? Yeah, she was. I also remember her in the literals. Oh my god. Or... Yeah. <laughs> she's like, like, oh, nice face. And she's like, knock it off. And then she's like, okay. And she knocks it off. <laughs> that stuff was so funny. That like shaped us as children. It really did. It was so funny. And then um it's Keenan or Kel, one of them, is now on Saturday Night Live. And well, he has been in a long time. Uh-huh. But I watched this one skit with him in it where he's like pretending to be Steve Harvey uh-huh. and another person in the skit like Steve Harvey, uh, don't you feel like you shouldn't be 
only doing game shows your whole life. <laughs> and and then he like totally breaks character and he's like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing the same thing in my career my whole life. <laughs> he really has, though. He really has. That's he's insane. been on sketch comedy shows his entire life. He must be good at it. He is funny. Oh. Yeah. Good for him. I think he's been in a few. I think he's in like some other comedy, like TV shows. Yeah. But yeah, mostly sketch. Good for him. Yeah. Good More. Burger 3. <laughs> Is there a two? I don't know. <laughs> I was assuming. <laughs> you just skip straight to three. <laughs> we don't talk about two. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, eventually, Applewhite and Nettles resolved to contact extraterrestrials. Of course. And they sought like-minded followers. They published advertisements for meetings where they recruited disciples whom they called the crew. <laughs> At the they had jackets. <laughs> like bowling jackets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the crew on the back. I love that. <laughs> At the events, they purported to represent beings from another planet, the next level, mm. which is the other planet who sought participants for an experiment. They stated that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. In April 1975, during a meeting with a metaphysical group of 80 people led by Clarence Klug, Klug, Klug. in Joan Culpepper's Studio City, Los Angeles home, they shared their simultaneous revelation that they had been told that they were the two witnesses written into the Bible story of the end time. While accounts of the meeting differ, all describe it as a momentous and as momentous and that agree that Applewhite and Nettles presented themselves as charismatic leaders with an... Sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Charismatic leaders with an important spiritual message. Between 23 and 27 individuals decided to join the group as a result of this meeting. It worked. It was like a party. <laughs> they all got fucked up on extraterrestrials. <laughs> I think it would work on me. Yeah? Yeah. If I was like having fun, they're like, come join our cult. I'd be like, okay. I think if I was like on acid... <laughs> I just have think, to be on caffeine pills. I don't think there's just any other way I could willingly be like, yeah, this makes <laughs> total sense. I'll try it out. Why not? What if they're right? <laughs> what if they're right? Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. But what if? But what if? <laughs> <laughs> Later, in September 1975, Applewhite and Nettles preached at a motel hall in Oregon after selling all worldly possessions and saying farewell to loved ones around 20 people vanished from the hotel and the public eye and joined the group wait there were people staying at the motel no i think they had a like they rented out a hall oh. and people came i thought they just like quickly got people <laughs> no hey come join us you want to come to a thing <laughs> you'll be safe <laughs> just sell all your shit say goodbye to your loved ones um, later that year, as CBS Evening News, uh, Walter Cronkite reported on the disappearances in one of the first national reports on the developing religious group, quote, a score of persons have disappeared. <gasps> Not the persons. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity <clears throat> or simply been taken, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> That's fun. Why not both? <laughs> In reality, Applewhite and Nettles had arranged for the group to go underground. Oh. From that point, Doe and... Is it Doe and T? Oh, yeah. Pronounced Doe and T. <laughs> 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 Literally right there. <laughs> Doe and T, which is spelled do and T-I, which is what they have been calling themselves. Uh -huh led the nearly 100-member crew across the country, sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and begging in the streets. 
Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Evading detection by the authorities and media enabled the group to focus on Doe and T's doctrine of helping members of the crew achieve a higher evolutionary level above human, which they claimed they had already reached. (laughs) Of course they have. (sighs) Applewhite and Nettles used a variety of aliases over the years, notably Doe and T, but also Bo and Peep. Oh. oh, the group also had a variety of names. Prior to the adoption of the names Heaven's Gate, it was also known as Human Individual Metamorphosis, shortened to HIM. <laughs> the group invented and renamed itself several ni- times and had a variety of recruitment methods. Applewhite believed he was directly related to Jesus, meaning he was an evolutionary kingdom level above human. Of course. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back to more Cuckoo Crazy. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. We're back. We're back. We discovered in our break that it's not raining. <laughs> even though my computer said it is. Liar. Fucking liars. Okay. So. Indeed, Applewhite's writings, which combined <clears throat> aspects of millennialism. Okay, are you ready to get taught some stuff? Yes. Millennialism, which is the belief that a paradise will occur on Earth prior to the final ju- judgment. Uh, Gnosticism, which emphasizes personal spiritual knowledge above the orthodox teachings, traditions, and authority of religious institution and science fiction, suggests he believed himself to be Jesus's successor in the present representative of Christ on earth. It's his, his LinkedIn. So the... Gosh, I mean, he uses such big words that, like, you gotta believe you him. You gotta believe him. Doe and T taught during the religious movement's early beginnings that Doe's body, bodily vehicle, was inhabited by the same alien spirit which belonged to Jesus. <laughs> Likewise, T, which was Nettles, was represented what hang on was presented as god the father oh yeah so he was jesus he he was in the same vehicle as the alien spirit which belonged to jesus Uh uh-huh and she was the god of the god the father okay so she's better than him i mean (laughs) what do you think yeah <laughs> what a complicated relationship and it, it just it's so complicated this whole thing is complicated yeah i feel like i just learned <laughs> but like, like my like brain is class. melting because yeah. it's all fucking gibberish it makes sense <laughs> oh, the crew had numerous methods of recruitment as they toured the United States in destitution, proclaiming the gospel of higher-level metamorphosis, the deceit of humans by false god spirits, envelopment with sunlight (laughs) for meditative healing, and the divinity of the UFO, too. In April 1976, the group stopped recruiting and became reclusive and instituted a rigid set of behavioral guidelines, including banning sexual activity and the use of drugs. Oh, man. So at least it's not a sex cult. This cult sucks. Yeah, that's true. Because, <laughs> like, those those sex cults that everyone, where they're like, you're not allowed to have sex with your wife, but your wife has to have sex with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's just creepy. Ugh. Uh, Applewhite and Nettles also solidified that they represented the sole temporal and religious authority of the group. Benjamin Zeller described the movement as having transformed, quote, from a loosely organized social group to a centralized religious movement comparable to a 
Roving Monastery. Moving up. Some sociologists. <laughs> I'm having a really hard time speaking today. <laughs> Some sociologists agree that the popular movement of alternative religious experience and individualism found in collective spiritual experiences during that period helped contribute to the growth of the new religious movement. Shaolism. Shaolism? I don't know. <laughs> Something as it became known, was a way for people to merge their diverse religious backgrounds and coalesce around a shared generalized faith, which followers of a new religious of new religious sects like Applewhite's crew found a very appetizing alternative to traditional religions. Many of Applewhite and Nettle's crew had hailed from diverse backgrounds. Most of them are described by researchers as having been longtime truth seekers or spiritual hippies <laughs> who had been long since believed in attempting to find themselves through spiritual means, combining faiths in a sort of cultural milieu well into the mid-80s. However, remarkably, many of those same researchers note that not all of Applewhite's crew were hippies recruited from alternative religious backgrounds. In fact, one such recruit early on was John Craig, a respected Republican and ranch owner. Oh, my God. Who joined the group in 1975. <laughs> Uh, as recruit member numbers grew in its pre-internet days, the clan of UFO followers all seemed to have a common, have in common a need for communal belonging. Oh, geez, I skipped too far. Uh oh. Uh oh. Where'd I skip to? Oh, not too far. A common communal belonging in an alternative path to higher existence without the constraints of institutionalized faith. Complicated. It, this whole thing is so complicated. I feel like I should be taking notes and like getting vocab words. <laughs> you will be tested. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Identifying themselves using the business name Higher Source and using their website to prophesize and recruit followers beginning in the early 1990s, rumors began spreading throughout the group in the following years that the upcoming Comet Hail Bop, one of the brightest comets of the decade, housed the secret to their ultimate salvation and ascent into the kingdom of heaven. Oh, sounds fun. Yeah. I have a picture straight from their website, which is still active, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very early or late 90s. Yes. Website. Yes. It hasn't changed. And it still talks about the comment. Who, like, upkeeps this? Um, two of the members. Uh, I think I have their names in here at the oh. end. Yeah. Special shout out to them. <laughs> I mean, what kind of upkeep do you need? They haven't changed it. You have to pay, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe websites were free back then. I have no idea. Geocities. <laughs> Heavensgate.geocities.com <laughs> Okay. So, this quote, then I, this very long paragraph that I'm about to read, mm -hmm. is straight from the website. Okay. Right under this picture that I just showed you. Okay. Whether Hale Bop has a companion or not is irrelevant from our perspective. Okay. <laughs> like, feel like you're just wild. diving right into the middle of a paragraph. <laughs> nope, really? that's the beginning. However, its arrival is joyously very significant to us at Heaven's Gate. The joy, which is italicized and <laughs> bolded Ooh. the joy that our older member in the evolutionary level above human the kingdom of heaven has made it clear to us that hale bob's approach is the marker we've been waiting for the time for the arrival of the spacecraft from the level above human to take us home to their world in the literal heavens 
Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolution... (laughs) evolutionary level we're happily prepared to leave this world and go with t's crew if you study the material on this website you will hopefully understand our joy and what our purpose here on earth has been you may even find your boarding pass to leave with us during this brief window we are so very thankful that we have been recipients of this opportunity Uh, to prepare for membership to their kingdom and to experience their boundless caring and nurturing. That sounds like a really cool ARG and not like a real thing where people died. ARG? Like a alternate reality game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, can't wait to get into this. Yeah, that would be cool. Follow the clues. (laughs) It ends in your death. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, that would be a cool game. Yeah, we should yeah. make it. I think we'd get sued. We could call it something else. <laughs> Hell's, Hell's door. <laughs> Hell's door. <laughs> Why would there be UFOs in hell? <laughs> Why not? The bad aliens go to hell. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh my <Duh>. god. Duh. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to talk about the structure of the group. Okay. In a group open only to adults over the age of 18, uh, 18, which again is good. Yeah. Right? They're not stealing entire families or children. This is a pretty good cult. In terms of that. Yeah. In terms of not sexually abusing underage children. Yeah. 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 It's one of my top cults, I'd say. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Well, you do love UFOs. <laughs> True. <laughs> I guess this would be your favorite. <laughs> All right. Members gave up their possessions and lived in a highly aesthetic life devoid of many indulgences. The group was tightly knit and everything was communally shared. In public, each member of the group always carried only a $5 bill and one roll of quarters, <laughs> which is $10 if you didn't know. I only know that because I worked in a place obviously that wait it's like the quarters. roll of quarters five dollars and the five dollars is five dollars or the no, quarters are ten the quarters are ten oh a roll of quarters is ten dollars so they got fifteen dollars yeah they got fifteen dollars they can go to the movies yeah um eight of the male members of the group including applewhite voluntarily underwent castration oh my god as an extreme means of maintaining the aesthetic Ace, ace, I can't pronounce this word. It's not aesthetic. It's whatever. Lifestyle. (laughs) Who did that? Well, I'll tell you. I think it's somewhere in here. Okay. Here we go. It's the next sentence. The group initially attempted castration by having one of the members, a former nurse, perform the castration. But... This initial attempt was very unsuccessful, (laughs) almost resulting in the patient's death and caused at least one member to leave Heaven's Gate. (laughs) That's where you draw the line? I mean, I would. (laughs) Self-castration. Every castration that followed this initial one was done in a hospital. You could just, like, go in and ask for that? (laughs) I guess. It's like, go to Claire's. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my ears pierced in one castration, please. <laughs> Who agrees to that? I love that. Hang on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so is castration dick and balls or just balls? I think it's just balls. Yeah, because if it was your dick too, how would you pee? Yeah, just a little hole there. <laughs> You'd have to plank over the toilet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> That's horrible. I spelled pierce wrong. Don't judge me. Oh. That's okay. I was just confused because I forgot it was two episodes. <laughs> I was like, like, How do you do two titles? <laughs> I already have three written down. <laughs> We're going to do three. Just kidding. Three titles. <laughs> All right. The group earned 
revenues by offering, get this, professional website development for paying clients under their business name, Hire Source. That does sound like a like a tech name. Yeah. Hire Source. But you saw their website. Yeah, they're not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) I want my money back. That's terrible. (laughs) Why would anybody pay for that? All right. This next section is about the media coverage. Heaven's Gate received coverage in Jacques Vallée's book, Messengers of Deception, in 1979, in which Vallée described an unusual public meeting organized by the group. Vallée frequently expressed concerns within the book about contact, uh, contacted groups' authoritarian political and religious outlooks, and Heaven's Gate did not escape criticism. Known to the media, though largely ignored through the 80s and 90s, Heaven's Gate was better known in UFO circles, as well as through a series of academic studies by sociologist Robert Balch. I like that. All about the UFOs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In January 1994, the LA Weekly ran an article on the group, then known as the Total Overcomers the group was i think yeah i like that too (laughs) richard ford who would later play a key role in the 1997 group suicide spoiler alert Uh (laughs) discovered heaven's gate through this article and eventually joined them oh my god (laughs) renaming himself so his name was richard ford and he renamed himself rio d'angelo that's an awesome name (laughs) Why do they change their names? I don't know, because they're fucking crazy. Um, Coast to Coast AM host I love that. Art Bell featured the theory of the companion object on the shadow of Hale Bop on several programs as early as November 1996. Speculation has been raised as to whether his programs on the subject contributed to Heaven's Gate, Heaven Gate's group suicide months later. Next week, oh. <laughs> I used to love Coast to Coast. I think it's like QAnon stuff now. I, oh, is Coast to Coast still a thing? It was up until recently. Huh. I don't know if it still is, but I mean, it used to be so cool. QAnon and this stuff, I guess that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for us who just like aliens. Yeah. It's hard for us out there. Yeah, it is. We're oppressed. <laughs> so, our in our next week's episode, we're going to cover the belief system of the group and the eventual mass suicide. Wow. So tune in for that. All right. Uh, my sources are Wikipedia, of course. So, I mean, it's a little cuckoo crazy, but, like, I don't know. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) So far, it's not overly destructive. They do have to give up all their possessions. That part sucks. And join them. If I could just, like, go to a weekly meeting, I'd be into it. Yeah, but they have to, like, give everything up, basically be homeless, and never do anything fun again but you get some free quarters sure. if you're like into arcades <laughs> you just spend all your time in the arcade i think they were told to use the quarters only if they had to like use a payphone. oh yeah well that's boring yeah <laughs> i would not join this cult no can't even play video games no you can't do anything <laughs> except for make what terrible websites for people you can get castrated that's kind of cool that is cool yeah <laughs> why does fun well? yeah just go to the hospital and ask for it so that is an interesting point so if you want to get <clears throat> your tubes tied as a uh-huh. woman you have to like jump through hoops yeah but as a man you go get your balls literally chopped off <laughs> and they're just like all right who's next <laughs> come on in they like come in a group of 10 they're like is the 10th one free <laughs> they have a punch card <laughs> gross it is gross yeah. <laughs> i hope that people aren't just like willingly doing castrations now yeah and like going and like i don't know 
I mean, whatever. It's your choice. <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah. Just, we, we're going to judge you. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're doing it for the reason to, like, not reproduce, there's other ways to yeah. do that. <laughs> you don't have to chop everything off. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Yep. Maybe vasectomies weren't around back then. No, they had to have been. Yeah. I think they were doing the whole castration thing to, like, remove the the need or the yeah. watch. Right? Whenever you, like whenever you castrate your dog. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Fuji. Fuji, cover your ears. It was before we got him, if that makes you feel better. Oh. But we did castrate my cat. <gasps> Were you castrated? <laughs> well. You castrated. I castrated them. OJ was actually fixed before we got him, too. Oh. But Skeeter wasn't. <laughs> Had to go get him fixed. He was real young. <laughs> yeah just a baby yeah he wasn't even in a cult he wasn't he didn't even get ten dollars nope i bet they do have like have you ever thought about the theory that your animals don't really love you they just have stockholm syndrome yeah (laughs) it's true with peach is it my dog peach she loves my grandma yeah she just puts up with the rest of us (laughs) like barely (laughs) you can see it in her face yeah, my pets love me, but nobody loves me like Fuji. Like, Aww. holy shit. And he doesn't love anybody like he loves me. <laughs> Hi. Hi, honey. Oh, He's so cute. Yeah, he's pretty sleepy today. He worked so hard. Oh, he's he worked, a busy boy. He worked from home. Oh, so hard. He's typing like this. <laughs> Arms straight out. Well, in our in our shared neighborhood, because Faye and I live in the same neighborhood, they've been doing a lot of construction. Yeah. So all day it was like, yeah, beep beep beep. You know, mm-hmm. uh, construction noises because they're like tearing up the sidewalks and stuff. Yeah, and, and for what? I, <laughs> it's it's not even that bad. Like I think our sidewalks are fine. Yeah. Um. But Fuji didn't like that. He, he barked a lot today. He was busy. You a barky boy. He was busy barking. He's like, fuck that. He looks so sleepy. Yeah. He's just a sleepy man. Cool. Well, in a few short weeks from whenever this comes out, you and I and whoever else wants to go are going to go see Nope. Yeah. I'm excited. For my bird day. For your bird day. Yeah. I'm excited to be 30. Are you? Yeah. I'm not. I'm just, I'm tired of telling people I'm almost 30. Yeah. You know, they just like get it over with. Well, I don't like, if you say you're in your 20s, it's like young and hip. But if you say you're in your 30s, like you could be almost 40. <laughs> I don't like that. Well, I don't say I'm in my 20s anymore because I'm 29 and three quarters. Oh, I do. <laughs> How old are you? I'm in my 20s. <laughs> I'm just in my 20s. I think somebody asked me how old I was the other day, and I did tell them 30, because really? I'm basically 30. Yeah, I've been, like, considering myself 30 for a while, like, yeah. preparing. Yeah. Which sucks. It is a lifestyle change. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think COVID really helped us. With, it gave us the kick in the old man pants that we needed. Yeah. Because we were staying out till, like, 2 a.m., and then hanging out in the parking lot till 4 a.m. <laughs> and just being fucking dumb children. Yeah. <laughs> not children. Young adults, which we were not. We were in our 20s. We were in our 20s. But yikes, I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine? How late did you stay out last night? I, I was home by 10. <laughs> were you just exhausted? Yeah. <laughs> I had like a blister. Because I wore shoes that I hadn't worn before. Oh, no. I did spend too much money on drinks. And they didn't card me, which I thought was rude. Yeah, the whole time my father-in-law was here, and he's, you know, in his 60s or... Yeah, he's got to be in his 60s. Uh Uh-huh. He's balding, white hair, okay? Mm -hmm. Looks like an old man. Um, And he, he didn't get carded anywhere we went. And I, like asked him about it one place i was like he's like oh i forgot my wallet at home um i was like oh do we need to go get it so you can have your id so you can have a glass of wine and he was like they're not gonna card me (laughs) and so every place we went after that he specifically like ordered a glass of wine michael ordered a beer 
they asked Michael for his ID and then never said anything to him. And then he'd look at me. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. That is so rude. <sighs> yeah, it makes me upset when they don't card me. If I was a bartender, I would card everybody. Yeah. Because like, gotta be safe. Even if they're, well, even if they're their regulars, like, you gotta make, you gotta flatter them. You yeah. Know? <laughs> all about flattery <laughs> gotta get that tips right i was with my dad buying allergy medicine and uh you need to be 18 uh-huh and they came up and they're like i gotta make sure you're 18 and he was like just barely <laughs> <laughs> which is he's old <laughs> it's uh, funny because my dad is like not a funny person he doesn't <laughs> joke ever he doesn't no that's so sad <laughs> I know almost nothing about your dad other than the fact that he could probably build a wall in my basement. Yeah, I don't know much about him either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just hang out with him? No. No? Just your mom? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's a good dad, but, like, yeah. I don't... You don't, I don't hang know. out? We're not, like, best friends. Oh, that's sad. We don't have a lot in common. That's fair. Well, He's a man in his 50s, and I'm a... I'm in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not for long. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, well, <sighs> follow us on social media. We're on Holy Gossip Girls on Facebook and Instagram, at Girls Unholy on Twitter. And email <coughs> us if you're in your 20s. In my 20s. At Girls at gmail.com. Um, and if you still get carded, like email us your age and if you still get carded, because we genuinely want to know. Yeah. Also email us if you're in your thirties and you're having fun because I want some inspiring stories. Yeah. Not just death's door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Devil's door with, with, <laughs> with the bad UFO. <laughs> okay. Um, also, uh, Click on the link in the show notes to become a paid subscriber. You too can get uh, access to ad-free bonus content on the 1st and 15th of every month. And that's it. Okay. We'll see you guys next week for part two. Can't wait to hear more. Bye. Bye.